What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. It is a Monday, which means it's the start of the work week for you out there. Unless, of course, you're geared up, ready to go for a big NHA contest for Monday Night Football. Now it's the end of your work week, and we're going to end it on a positive note. Jeff's in the house. I'm Aton Mike's producing. The three of us are here. No house advantage sponsoring everything. So we'll tell you all about how you can make some money. Remind you about our deposit match up to $50. Just use stochastic. That's fine. And look, in return, we're going to ask you to hit the thumbs up button and subscribe here and into all the other channels under this mothership. All right, brother. How you feeling? How you doing? How, how was the weekend and heading into tonight? Oh, not too bad, man. I mean, had a pretty good, uh, you know, fantasy week in terms of, you know, just where my best ball teams are at and stuff like nice. that. Had some, some Jarek McKinnon, some, some Zay Jones, you know, Zay carrying my big. teams on their oh, back. Yeah. So just as I planned it. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, it was, uh, it was a fun week, man. I mean, watching those guys go off and, uh, I don't know, this one will be interesting, you know, freezing cold temps, Baker Mayfield back at it. I don't know. So Packers for some reason, just keep getting like, just, it feels like the Packers are seven point favorites every week and they never cover. Yeah. So I, I mean, it, I it opened really up. This at, game's going to go any different, but you're right. You're right. And it, it moved as such. I, December 12th. So what is that? A week ago, I got in on the Rams at plus eight and I missed it by a half a point. So this thing opened up tactically. And, you know, they always tell you, like, it opens up at eight and a half. I think that's for like six people. It opened up at eight and a half and everybody else got it at eight. Right. But you're right. I mean, it's, it's been bet down. It hasn't, it it went through for the Packers. It went through seven on like two books in the middle of the week, but I think it's consistent at seven. And, and yeah, I mean, I know this isn't a betting show per se, Jeff, but I think that's the perfect way to kind of encapsulate how I feel. And I think you and others feel, which is, it's not like I want to smash the Rams at seven. It's just, it doesn't make sense that this Packers team, it's almost like, all right, that's a Perkins line. It may not be a Mayfield line at seven. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I mean, I don't know what the Packers have done to deserve the, the respect. And then you got the Rams <laughs> playing scrappy Yeah, you know, with McVeigh every week. I mean, they're a well-coached team, right? You know, I mean, Baker Mayfield week under his belt, still some, some decent receivers out there. Defense has been holding up okay, even with the injuries. I mean, I, I think the Packers probably win, but again, I mean, you know, it's freezing cold out there. It's going to be a close game. Like, are we really going to see a ton of points? I don't know, man. doesn't feel like it. All right. So 
if that's the case, right, you forget the side here for just a second and, and looking yep. at a total that uh, I believe is is what high 30s, something like yeah. that, maybe low 40, if that, 39, I think. 39 and a half. Right. So that makes sense. And, and uh, that's going to factor. Now, again, you, we've seen this many a times in the NFL, Jeff, where a guy could throw for, you know, 350 one touchdown or so right and the game still comfortably goes over so yardage doesn't necessarily correlate to scoring unless you're playing a scoring prop but we have a couple and, and you know Aaron Rodgers Baker Mayfield probably the easiest place to start with the quarterbacks but one smash spot that we seem to like is Aaron Rodgers under his passing yardage and Baker Mayfield under one and a half passing touchdowns both by the way would correlate with what you said about being the under, by the way, I'm, I'm, I'm just getting ready for green Bay. That's why I'm, that's like this here. It's not just <laughs> yeah. Philly weather. I'm, I'm getting my mind psyched up for it. I mean, it's cold where I live right now. It's colder than it is in green Bay, but actually like a decent amount too. So it's I'm always cold where out. you live. I know I'm used to it by now. Um, but yeah, look, Baker Mayfield under 1.5 passing touchdowns. I'm not sure how you can't love this. I mean, look, look, even if Baker, like you said, even if Baker's serviceable out there, you know, even if he gets some of these receivers going to get some yards, like he, he hasn't operated with this offense in the red zone at all, man. I mean, like it is a big ask down there. You got to think McVay also just be, we'll, we'll try to just be jamming in as running backs. They go, they brought Malcolm Brown back, you know, kind of for this reason, Cam Akers still involved. So it's a pretty big ask. We have this projected as if not the strongest prop on the slate, it's one of the strongest. I talked about it this morning, Baker Mayfield under 1.5 passing touchdowns. Love it. And then I think you can flow off that as well and, and start looking at maybe an under or two from the other passing games. Now, some of these guys have like really low props and some of them I like better than others. But the one that really stuck out to me was Tyler Higby, 29.5 receiving yards. I like that for an under quite a bit. We've got, when you think That's about a low the Rams number too, what's that? That's a low number. It is, but like, think about the Rams receiving core right now. Like they're mixing in Tutu Atwell, yep. Ben Skoranek's back healthy, Van Jefferson's back healthy. Yep. That's three guys right there. What we've seen from Higby since about week seven is like, he's just, he's fluxed out of the passing game. His passing routes are down. His targets are down. He doesn't run downfield. Like when he does get targets, like six yard outs. So he's really in line as a blocker. Like they've changed to that formation where it's like, I, I can't even remember. Like it's, it's back to 12 formation, I think, where they're, they're basically just keeping Higby in the block. And I don't see that changing in a game where it's freezing and they're going to be wanting to run the ball anyways. So we have Higby projected as a 29.5 as a strong under it's not up there with the Baker Mayfield, but I do think it correlates well. Um, and uh, that, that's just one I wanted to throw it off the top. Cause I think you can kind of make arguments like he's got an, a 2.5 reception prop, which I think is way more dangerous to go under on. Yep. And we actually have it projected as an over, which is really interesting. We have his yardage projected as under, his receptions projected as an over. So it's kind of an interesting way to go about it, but I want to bring out the, the, the yards. because I just don't see, he just doesn't do much after the catch anyways. And then you got a cold weather game where he's going to be in line blocking. I think those yards are gonna be really hard to get to for Higby. So. I like it though. I think that is again, looking at that number, I think people are either going to pass or they're going to think, Oh, this is a slam for the over. Now that you've got quarterback play, you've got a consistent arm, what have you. You know what I mean? Like, I can see it being the road less. We use that a lot here, right? Because we're trying to counter not only the, the field, if you will, but also where just an easy, maybe a novice person who doesn't know much is going to slam, slam away. 
So I, I think that's going to be a great play overall, Jeff, but also to your point, counter to a lot of the field there. So definitely with Higby, because I think the general uh, consensus is going to be, you know, he's going to slam. But you're right. Like I even said that initially. Wow, it's a low number. But after hearing you talk through it, it makes a lot of sense to put this up as a seven or six point play. And if you want to really like, here's something you can do with Higby too. I think a lot of people will take the over on the 2.5 receptions. I don't think you necessarily have to fade it either. I think you could just leave that out. Just go under on the yards. And if he does go under and like, you know, cause there's scenarios where, okay, maybe the field gets there and he gets three receptions, but you still hit your under, but then you also get the added benefit. If he does go under the receptions, you've got the under on the yards as well. So you're getting like double over the field by not, not eating that shock and then getting the, uh, the contrarian move with the under yards as well. All right, brother. So I, I love that, man. Great place to start here. And it does correlate what we said there with Mayfield. So Higby also, by the way, two and a half receptions we have over. And I wonder if that falls into what you're saying as far as going under his receiving yards. Yeah. If this might be a really good way to counter our our field, right? We don't have ownership like we do on DFS slates on, on you know, DK, what have you. So we have our projections and we have an assumption that a lot of people are going to our projections to build lineups. I think you've already built the argument for him going under his receiving yards. This isn't even a contrarian play so much, Jeff, as it's just a correlating play. Yeah. And that, that's why I say like, you don't necessarily have to go against our projections and take them under the receptions as well. You could just leave it out. Right. Yep. And that way, you know, you're letting the field go on it. And if it hits, that's fine. You're still live to hit your under on the receiving yards. But if he goes under on the yards and the receptions, man, like then you're really in a good spot. So um, I think that's just an interesting way to look about it. And I think people will, will take that over on the receptions. There's a lot of receivers to choose from though. Um, you know, like, and, and there's, there's a lot of different ways you can mix and match here. So I'm just going to give you my thoughts on the guys I like the most. I, I like Skoranek and I like um, Van Jefferson. Of, of the two guys that I'm, I'd be like most bullish on, it's those two. I know we have Ben Skronik under for the receptions. Um, I'm not sure if he's got a yardage prop or not, but it doesn't matter. Um, I think that like legitimately, that's fine to go over on it. I, I think that Ben Skronik is out there. Him and Van Jefferson basically playing every snap. Ben Skronik is not Cooper Cup, but he is out there. He's going to be doing some of the same things. He's going to be involved in some of those plays those short little slot plays where they get Cooper cup in motion and they just get him open. Like that's that like Sean McVay is still the same coach that is getting Cooper cup open all the time. It's just, he doesn't have Cooper cup. He's got a less good version of him and Skronik, yep. but things like that are still going to happen. And again, like I'm going against the projections here, but I'm just telling you what I like. And I like Ben Skronik in this game. I really think they're going to scheme him open a couple of times. You saw Baker Mayfield and him connect on seven, eight passes. I don't really see why that would go. Um, go away. And you got a guy in Van Jefferson. I think that's a thinner play. Um, I think that I'd rather go over on Skronik than, than Jefferson, but Jefferson's a really good downfield uh, option. We saw him in the game, catch the touchdown. He averaged 16 yards per catch last year. I think 35.5. It's a pretty low total, man. Like that's a really low total for a guy who's basically going to be on the field for every snap. So I think both those dudes, if you want to get contrarian mixing in one or both overs, is completely fine. And I don't even really think that that affects your Baker Mayfield touchdown prop at all. Like we already know still. You're right. That it's a good way to, to correlate that too. I don't think it, it gets in the way 
right? It's probably a good way to put it there. Yeah. Of that Mayfield prop. I'm surprised. I mean, look, we're, we're fine picking off value here left and right. What about Rodgers and, and the trickle down there? Under, we love that going under 233. You've yeah. got Lazard. I mean, you've got some guys here that you can start to target and almost under stack, if you will, right? Or yeah, stack a sure. couple of unders, I meant. For sure. And I'm kind of on the the Rogers under as well. I don't, I don't see a, I mean, look, you're always going to look to be getting over the field and certainly like, I don't think a ton of people are going to be on the overs for Aaron Rodgers. but like, I mean, do you really want, like, it's just, it's going to be so cold. It's the Rams who are going to be trying to play a short game. Anyways, we yep. saw what they just did against the Raiders. I'm expecting a very similar game to that. And it's just, it's going to be in worse conditions. Right. So yeah, I think that the under is fine. I think you start understacking here um, with with Rogers, like you said. Lazard is a pretty obvious target for me, um, and and then you know you've kind of got to make a decision on the rest of the guys because after Lazard, it gets a little bit, you know, like I think you can take some stances. Like Christian Watson is a guy, I'd be fine honestly, like almost being a contrarian and say go under on Rogers yards and go over on Watson receptions and his yards. I mean, yeah, three and a half receptions. That That's not a big ask for receptions. No, no. not in a primetime game uh -huh. where he's going up against a weaker secondary. Jalen Ramsey's a Florida guy. It's coming up here to like, you know, whatever. It's going to be like 10 Fahrenheit out. Hey, Christian Watson played at North Dakota State, man. Like he knows what it's up. <laughs> knows what's right. up. He's not scared of this. I think Christian Watson has a big game and I'd be fine playing with it. And like I said, going over on both Watson props, but then even like it, it's, a, it's, it's what you call like just not a regular, a negative, like almost a negative correlation, but you know what? Rogers' prop is so high. I think there's a good chance that Watson goes over and Rogers still stays under. I mean, I, I think you can play for that. I think you can play for like a really crazy correlation like that. It's not even a correlation. It's a negative correlation. Sure. And, uh, and, and perhaps like really get over on the field with a really low lineup. Cause I don't think, you know, with where we're at in terms of where, how people look and they know stacking and correlation, all these people know this. I don't think many people are going to be doing lineups like that for this game. But again, this is a unique environment. You know, the, the temperature got a really, you know, you know, just a, a team on the other side that's going to want to play slow. I just don't think the volume is going to be there for Rodgers, even if he does connect with, with Watson on a couple big throws. So, yeah. And I wonder if there's a way to, correlate that on the other side right so let's just say forget rogers for a second but your right. point on watson that's what i wanted to focus on what you were saying as far as watson is concerned here so we're going over like over three and a half receptions in a game where watson is going to be heavily involved but that doesn't put as you mentioned rogers on such a high number over that on the flip side again without really impacting baker mayfield's yardage Van Jefferson is at two and a half receptions. And I'm thinking just for how little they want to run, how fast they want to get the ball out to have a guy like Van Jefferson. Now who's healthy that you can use and they should be using in spacing, not just sending down the field deep. Yep. Uh, you know, look, you could target at, well, you might even you know, Skoranek is at three and a half. So I figure, all right, I feel like I have a better chance of going over two and a half receptions for Jefferson than even under three and a half for Skoranek. I don't necessarily know what to do with Atwell quite yet, but Jefferson both over receptions and receiving yards at 35 and a half would seem like especially, and, and I don't know, but if I'm doing what you're doing with Watson, maybe there's a way to correlate that with Jefferson or at least another receiver on the other side. 
Yeah, dude. No, and and I think like again, if you are gonna go up on Watson, I think that's a good point. I mean, you could we could almost build out a whole lineup here, man. Like we could go Rogers, we could go like the unders or the overs on both of Watson's props, and we could come back. You know, you take the under on Acres. Don't forget, like Malcolm Brown is in the mix now. Like Acres yep. is gonna be hard pressed. We have Acres as a really solid under at 55 and a half. Um, and I know they're gonna be trying to run the ball, but like there's legitimately three running backs involved right now. Um, and then, and then, um, you could go, you just take two of these receivers, you take Skronik, you can take Jefferson. These are such low props for these dudes. We basically saw every single receiver on the Rams go over their props against the Raiders. Skronik, Van Jefferson and Tutu Adwell. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They all went over. Everything. Like receptions, yards. Uh, actually, Jefferson may not have go, gone over his receptions. I can't remember. But he definitely went over his yards because I bet it. Um, so <laughs> a, a similar situation, I think, is, is going to happen here. I know it's cold, but like you said, you know, we like Watson to get free for some big plays. It's just going to mean probably we put Baker Mayfield in another situation where he's got to drive the field a couple times and a couple extra catches for, for, um, you know, Skronik and, and Jefferson. And that's it, man. Like they're over. These props are not big. These dudes played every snap. Jefferson's played every snap the last two weeks, like 97% of the snaps. So these guys are on the field. They're going to get schemed up a little and, Sean McVay is the head coach. Like he's just, he's just good at getting guys catches. So um, yeah, I think you can take a couple of these uh, Rams overs and again, and then you can still play the unders like acres Rogers, but some of these receivers, man, like that, that's where I think you can get a little contrary. And I think some people look at these props and go, Oh, Ben Skrana can't catch four passes right. or Jefferson can't go 35 yards. You know, people just be a little bit too, the, uh, you almost go too far the other the yes. other way, I think. But these are these are good opportunities. These guys are gonna be on the field a ton. No, that's the thing is volume, right? And and you just mentioned it being out there on the field, having the chances. That's essentially what you're betting on. I wonder now. We didn't really talk about any running back spot on Green Bay. You mentioned the the heavy fade at fifty five and a half. Awesome opportunity to do that. Clearly with Cam, but on the other side now. I don't know how you do that with, or what you do, I should say, with Green Bay. Aaron Jones, yeah. 62 and a half. Do we have an A.J. Dillon prop? No, I didn't see A.J. Dillon. Yeah. So it looks like Interesting. it's just, right. But again, that should factor in. And I think a lot of times what people don't do, and this is an easier one with Jones and Dillon, but you just mentioned it with the Rams, where people will only see Cam and say, oh, well, you know, and you should factor in the people who are not there that could oh, take yeah. any time, right? So this is an easier one. 
clearly people may not be looking for the one on cam. That's why I wanted to reiterate that, but no, no Dylan here. So my, my feeling on Jones is like, I mean, if you want to work him in as an over, I mean, we haven't projected as an over, it's not like what you call our strongest prop though. I'm almost be okay leaving him out. I mean, I think that the field will be more over on Jones than under, but if he goes over, that's fine. It's a little bit of a chalky play. You know, you're, you're like the field will be there, but you can leave him out. There's, there's better projected plays out here than, than we have for Aaron Jones. And I think like, you know, they, they correlate better. I mean, Jones can go over and, you know, like Rogers can still go under and Watson can still go over. I mean, I guess if you're going to take the Aaron Jones play, it kind of it would maybe kill the Watson over on the yards a little bit or the reception. So you might want to think about those two, like don't play both to the over, but they could also get both going off. I mean, those are going to be their main two offensive weapons. Um, I, I'm really okay. Like leaving him out. I, I think there's better opportunity kind of, and, and taking a stance on, on some of the other players. I think there's, there's still a lot of, you know, um, situations where Aaron Jones just goes under because AJ yeah. Dillon takes some, some, some reps and then Aaron Jones ends up with like five passes and maybe even finds the end zone as a pass catcher, but you know, it just takes like 10 carries or something. I mean, so it's an interesting one. Um, but Aaron Jones is a guy I really don't mind leaving out. I think that's one too, where you could, it, it's almost like the, um, uh, the, I can't even remember the player we're talking about, but the, uh, oh, the, the, the Tyler Higby play where, yeah you know, it's projected. We, we haven't projected for over 2.5 receptions, but you don't have to play it. I mean, I, I think like leaving it out gives you some leverage as well, because I think a lot of people will play the Higby over receptions and they'll play the, the Jones over on the yards too. So. No, you're right. I Just interesting to see the angle on that and how many people will rush to play a prop where you're right, it's probably better. And we have this every week, every slate, we have these where it's like, you don't need to bet that because it's either too sharp or there's, there's just circumstances that surround it where it's like, well, we, or we don't know yet, you know, depending on what that may be as far as injury and, and whatnot. I'm looking at some guys, man. I, I don't know. Did we really get to Atwell or did we kind of just talk around Robert Tunyon's another one, two and a half receptions. Yeah. That's an easier one I think you can get to where it's unlike Higby, where at least uh, now again, let, let me throw you this at you. Two and a half receptions. OK, I get that. But twenty two and a half receiving yards. So maybe there's a similar thing here where you could get three receptions for twenty one yards or something like that yeah. for Tunyon. Tunyon is so weird. I mean, every time it looks like he's going to break out and be like a main kind of weapon, he just kind of takes a step back. I think with Watson involved, I mean, I don't know. I, I, we do have this projected as an over and then, and then the under on the yards. It's another player where like, I, I, I'd probably be more prone to go under on, but yeah, you know, um, also we like, we have not projecting as a low point play. So it's obviously you're gonna have to mix some of these guys in. So you mentioned Tutu out. Well, um, I think that, you know, it's really interesting. Like we, I think a lot of people are big on Tutu out well right now. McVay's talked him up before last week. He got a lot of targets. I don't think this is a good game environment for a guy who's like my size. Like he's not big. I mean, this is not like a cold weather game, Tutu Atwell. He's going to get bumped over the middle. Like it's, it's, it's going to be cold. That's why I kind of like those other receivers. They're more possession guys. I don't know, man. Um, Atwell is really interesting because we, and it's, it's interesting that we actually haven't projected as an under too. Yep. Um, I think that going over Tunyon receptions is fine. It's not a, like a super strong play, 
but that's where I would go. Uh, you mentioned the yards as well. Um, you could look to split it like Higby. I don't, I don't like this one as much as Higby. I think Tanyan has a little bit more potential to, to go for like, uh, you know, a, a longer catch, but he really hasn't had an, a big average depth of target or anything like that. Um, and this could be a game where Rogers just, you know, with the cold weather, maybe takes, takes his time and, and starts to pick apart and maybe ends up like four catches in like 25 yards. So, um, Tanyan's more of, I, I'd be okay mixing in the reception, probably just like not going heavy on him. but, um, Atwell's really interesting. Those two guys, and we didn't talk about too much. And it's it's interesting from the perspective we have we do have them projected like not for a big day at all. And I I kind of am in line with that thinking as well. So, yeah, I, I think the big day projection is is always interesting here with a guy like that. Where I, I don't know how many people are going to be rushing for him initially. Is there anybody else that we didn't talk about? I think we hit everything. I mean, we, the, the Baker yardage prop is interesting again. Like where do we even uh, have that? Do we, even we, have, we that? have it at 200.5. So basically 200. Um, so he's got to go 200, 201 to go over. Um, I, like I, I, I'd probably lean towards the over, to be honest. I think that there's going to be some scenarios late in the game where, again, I'm not expecting Green Bay to be, I think this game's going to be a lot like the Raiders. I think that Green Bay will get up. I also think that Green Bay will probably let the Rams back in this game because their defense has been doing that all year. Yep. And I think you'll see Baker Mayfield probably have a couple drives towards the end where he's, he's going to be passing a little bit. I think the yardage probably gets there. Look, it's cold, but there's no wind. Like there's no wind basically forecasted for tonight. So it's not going to be as bad passing conditions as people think. Um, you don't have to take it either, but it's an interesting play. I think just taking the under on the, on the passing touchdowns with Baker is fine. It's one of those ones where you don't have to play. We actually have a lot of props that I, I think like make a lot of sense. We went over um, like the, the Jefferson Skronik. I think Skronik's a great contrarian play to go over on the receptions. Um, Higby fading on the yards. Um, you know, Van Jefferson, we both like. And then, but you know, if, if you want to get a little bit contrarian, you can mix in like a lineup with Baker under passing touchdowns over yeah. um, yards. I think that, I think that's fine. I wouldn't go too crazy with it, but. Awesome, brother. I'm just, I was just looking up here to see if we had anything. No, I mean, even the Van Jefferson, the Higby, Lazar. All right, we're, we're good. There's nothing that anybody can say that they're not fully prepared, right? We're going to match. I mean, we went over positive. every random receiver that the Rams are throwing out there today. Every guy. I mean, did you really think that you'd be talking about Van Jefferson, Tutu Atwell, Ben Skoranek? No. In week 16 or week 15 here, man. I mean, gee, this is the Rams. Like, we should be talking about. Stafford and Cups absolutely <laughs> right. And all those guys with the ball being thrown from Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Baker Mayfield. Right. Like, like I thought we'd see whatever the hell that guy is. Howard Hauser or Watford, right. Wolford. Or Horford, Wolford. I don't know. Wolford, Kendrick Perkins. What are these guys? Like, I don't know who the hell's out there anymore, man. No, it's insane. Insane. All right. Well, we appreciate you rolling with us big time here. We'll be back. The NHA NFL show Monday, Thursday, Friday. Pete's back with Jeff on Thursday. I'll be back with Jeff on Friday. You've the NBA show right now, so don't go anywhere. Again, thumbs up, subscribe if you haven't. Mike's not going anywhere. Jeff and I are out, and the guy's going to remind you coming up the same thing I am. We'll match your first deposit up to $50. Just use our promo code STOCHASTIC. You're fully set for Monday Night Football. All right, brother. I'll talk to you soon. See you guys.
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.